the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Ron Geyer Roofing. The Bible describes events that will mark the last days, or end times. 2 Timothy 3.1 says, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Matthew 24.44 tells us, Therefore you must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not expect Him. Bible teacher Ron Geyer leads us through Scripture that will help us to remain strong in the Lord. End Time Insights with Bible teacher Ron Geyer starts now. Good evening, family. Ron Geyer, back with End Time Insights. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We do not take it lightly. I say that every time, but it's true. And so we thank the Lord for allowing me to do this and to talk to you and share with you some of the Bible truths. I had a friend, his name is Ward Bond, Dr. Ward Bond, I think, and he does interviews, and he was just talking about the lack of people that read. And he's correct. We don't read anymore. And so I thought about it, and because we always pray. When we pray, I pray that God would give people a hunger and a desire for the sincere milk of the word that they would grow thereby. And I was just thinking about it. You know, we don't, before Rush Limbaugh died, he mentioned that Americans don't think critically anymore. And I don't know why I'm, I wasn't planning on saying that, but no, we don't think critically. And uh, we just let anybody tell us anything and we follow it. We go with the crowd. Anyway, the last couple of weeks we were talking about the spirit of truth. And so I guess the natural flow, the natural follow would be to discuss lies, deceit, and deception. So today's talk is entitled The Art of Deception. And as I get ready to do this and I was prepping for it, I'm just overwhelmed. I mean, where do I begin? You know, the Bible is full of truths that warn us about don't being deceived. Don't let anybody trick you. Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't follow the false. I mean, it is just just loaded with all of these warnings, whether it was Jesus or Paul, um, Peter, I mean, uh, Jude, everybody. They just warned us against being deceived. And truth be told, we didn't follow it because America, the prevalent spirit in America today, I believe the president evil spirit, the largest, strongest evil spirit in America today is out of deception. So Webster, there's three words I've got here. One is deceit, one is deception, and one is lie. And I looked up each one in Webster and deceit, the noun. It means the action or practice of deceiving someone by concealing or misrepresenting the truth. Concealing or misrepresenting the truth. And Romans one eighteen talks about that the wrath of God is revealed against those who suppress the truth, who hold down the truth. And obviously, we're under that current wrath right now because people in pulpits are not giving you the truth. They are hiding it. They are suppressing it. They're scared to tell you about sin. Deceit, the action or practice of deceiving someone by concealing or misrepresenting the truth. The second one was deception. That also is a noun, and that is the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid. You know, Satan did that in the garden with Eve when he told her about the tree and eating the fruit of the tree that surely she shall not die. What was true was that she would die. 
But he deceived her. Deception, the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid something that is false or invalid. And the uh, homosexual community has done that now with thinking, teaching us, telling us, promoting to us the lie that homosexual uh, behavior is in the Bible because it's it's love. It's God. Anything that is love has to be from God. And so we have allowed that to go. We are living under that deception. And then, of course, lie. To lie is a verb. It means to make an untrue statement with the intent to deceive. To make an untrue statement with the intent to deceive. Ananias and Sapphira, they lied to the Holy Ghost. Is this all of the money you got from the sale? They attempted to deceive the Holy Ghost. Boy, was that a mistake. So you want to be careful. You want to be aware. Deceit. The action or practice of deceiving someone by concealing or misrepresenting truth. Do not let anybody misrepresent you the word of God. Do not. Do not. Deception. The act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid. We do not do that. We have just put a wall up. You may not lie to me. You may not tell me something is true when it's not. I'm sorry. I study my Bible. I know when someone's attempting to deceive me. And then the lie, to make an untrue statement with intent to deceive. Me, myself, I know the truth. I seek the truth. I eat truth for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. I love the truth. I live by the truth. I honor the truth. I pray for the truth. I, I mean, I write about the truth. I'm aware pretty much of every act of deception that comes my way. I can be a fool for many things, but I am not a fool for the truth. I have got that down. I know when somebody's telling me something that's not true because I study truth. I pray the truth. I know the truth. When the false comes knocking, I can usually tell that it's false. Our American culture today was formerly built on truth. That's right. We were founded by godly men who exalted the word of God, who used the word of God to help them in the formation of our our nation. And now truth is being removed and it's being replaced by lies. And the lies seem to be controlling the narrative about our nation. Just about everyone lies. I won't say all because I don't believe that the true people of God ever lie. I know that sounds extreme, but it is. I bend over backwards. Don't forget the lying. Lying is intentional. You don't lie by accident and you have to think it through. And so I don't lie. I'm sorry. I am not perfect. I shouldn't be any better than anybody else. Even if it makes me look bad, I'm going to tell you the truth. Our American culture, like I said, had been built on truth. And the only people in the world today, I think, that don't lie are true men and women who love God. But look, the news media lies to you. The politicians lie to you. The medical community has taken on lying to you. The government lies to you. Husbands lie to their wives and wives lie to their husbands. Children lie to parents. You lie to the IRS. You lie to your bosses. What time did you get here? You know, right? You lie to your bosses. You get all your work done. Maybe you didn't. You'll finish it tomorrow. But yes, I did. That's a lie. You lie about your golf game. You lie about your weight. Ouch. (laughs) Your exercise routine and your accomplishments. You lie about the size of the fish you caught. You lie about your sexual prowess. You lie to yourself about your responsibilities, your faults, and your commitments. It's become the prevailing default spirit in our American culture. Therefore, since our society is no longer standing on the truth of the Bible, of the biblical morality that's found in the Bible, and no longer built upon the solid rock of God's word, it is on the precipice of collapse. That's right, America. We are on the precipice of collapse. And 
By the way, here's another thing. You know, never mind. Well, you've got to mind it. But the moral uh, malaise of our nation, the the murder of our children, the rampant sexual depravity that we operate under. Just yesterday it was, or last week it was, depending on when you're listening to this, the ambassador for the United States to Israel told Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that he would stand against them. He would fight against them if they attempted to settle in the West Bank again. Can you believe it? God says the West Bank belongs to Israel, and uh, Netanyahu wants to settle in it. But the world is against them settling in it. And so America, formerly we would stand with them, we would support them, we would fight with them. No more. The U.S. ambassador said, we will fight against you if you try to settle in the West Bank. And that that act has emboldened those uh, anti-Semites throughout the nation. It's emboldened. The U.N. has actually now sued Israel for that. And it's taken them to the international court, the Hague where they're trying to get the international community to condemn Israel so that they don't do that. We're going home soon, folks. That's all I can tell you. That's all that I can tell you. It's a lie that that land doesn't belong to Israel. The truth is God gave it to Israel. Truth is it's holy ground. Anyway, the United States is about to suffer some more judgment for that statement by that ambassador. Therefore, society is no longer standing on the truth of biblical morality We are seeing a decline in every aspect of the American culture. Psalm 11, verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, our foundations are in the process of being destroyed. I don't know the level. I don't know the uh, extreme depth of how much we have lost already. It's more than I think I know. But we are facing destruction, not from Satan. We're facing destruction and judgment at the hand of God. David asked the question, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? But he doesn't answer the question. I don't think he has an answer. Yes, America's foundations have been destroyed. I'm sorry to say that. I know that's not what people want to hear, but it's true. First and foremost, America was a nation built on religion and biblical morality. You must understand that. We were founded as a Christian nation. That led to the crafting of our Bill of Rights and our Constitution. Biblical morality in America is really only for a select few nowadays. The church, the true church of God, the true people of God. We're living by the word of God, but the world hates that. The government hates that. The nation hates that. The remnant church alone follows biblical precepts for our daily living. True religion has been replaced by a rebuilt church constructed from the mind of man that gets its guidance and inspiration from the changing whims of an American culture that wants nothing to do with God. That, in turn, has led to a rejection of the Constitution, which has been deemed outdated and no longer of value to the diversity that marks our nation today. John Adams said that would happen if our nation ever rejected God. Quote, our Constitution was made only for moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Well, that is so true, and we're seeing it now. There are people that want to destroy the Constitution. They are not moral people. They are not religious people. Therefore, it is true. They should. They would want to. They really should want to remove the Constitution. It is not for them. It wasn't designed for them. It's no longer the moral and religious people that are in the majority in the United States, nor are they in power. Hence, the move to rewrite or even eliminate the U.S. Constitution is underway across the country. Lies, deceit, and deception has been the weapon of choice in getting the American people to buy into this move to socialism 
and ultimately communism, which has made great inroads into our so-called democracy. I believe we could defend against that with the truth, except for the fact that the people who hold the truth, the people who know the truth, the people who are supposed to be speaking the truth, the church in America, we have been victimized by the same lying spirit that is destroying our nation. This compromise within the hallowed confines of the narrow way of truth is now the norm for our society. Back to Webster, a lie always has the intent to deceive someone. And that, my friends, is the evidence of a wicked culture. It's so true now that it has become a habit. We even sing songs glorifying the art of lying. I think, what is it? Uh, Who is it? Fleetwood Mac. They've got a song out there. Lies, lies, tell me sweet little lies. I mean, come on, folks. Amazing. I don't think I've ever uh, heard or remember hearing a sermon on lying. That battlefield has been deserted for quite some time now by the church. Let's look at some scriptures to understand the depth of the wickedness and what it reveals about natural man's heart towards lying. Proverbs twenty six twenty eight. Most people don't know this. The King James, a lying tongue hates those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin. Do you understand that? A lying tongue hates those that are afflicted by it. Another version of that reads, a lying tongue hates those whom it has wounded. The Amplified says a lying tongue hates those it wounds and crushes. Do you see this? You must understand a lying tongue is a formidable weapon. It afflicts, it wounds, and it crushes. This is what is happening to the people in America. We are being wounded and crushed under the weight of the lying agenda of the Antichrist. Our will has been bent towards unrighteousness by the power of deception and deceit. We're like robots, no longer aware of the truth that the depth of the culture of lies is willing to come against. No matter what they're willing to do, truth is in its sights, and they will use lies, deceptions, and deceit to get their way. Our will is being forced towards that agenda. It's amazing. We we no longer function as free will individuals. Our ability to think critically has been affected by many onslaughts. But mostly it has been inundated by the false narrative that is bombarding us from media and politics. Truth has been swallowed by the tide of lies and deceit, rarely surfacing to proclaim its wisdom in such an environment. Proverbs fourteen fifteen, the easy-to-read version, Fools believe every word they hear, but wise people think carefully about everything. Many translations substitute the word simpletons for fools, but it's the same, both are right on. We are or have become a nation of fools. We are told what to think about everything, and we just go along with the crowd. And this has destroyed the purity of the church pulpit. Instead of the word of God affecting the culture in our nation, the other aspect of that, the negative, lying, evil culture of our nation has made inroads into the church, and it's destroying the purity of the pulpit. Remember, a lying tongue hates those it crushes. Most of us are following people who hate us. Do you got that? When a husband lies to his wife, where you been last night, Harry? Uh, And he lies. He hates his wife. I didn't say that. The Bible said that. God said that. Do you think God knows the truth? You bet he does. Words don't mean what we think they mean. I'm sorry. God has a standard and we need to get our will in line with what his is. How about the word hope, right? Well, I hope my dad takes me to the baseball game next week. That's great. He may, he may not, though, because worldly hope, the definition of hope in America, in the world, is that there's an element of failure to it. He may not take me. Therefore, my hope is hopeless because I may not go. 
However, the Bible says Jesus is our blessed hope, and there is no element of failure to Jesus Christ. Therefore, there can be no failure in putting your hope in Christ, because the promises of God are yea and amen. So that's what I want to give you the example of, that the words that we use don't carry the same connotation as what they are written by the Holy Spirit of God. And one of those words is hope. So when God says that the people that we lie to, we are being wounded by those lying to us, that we hate the people we lie to, you can take it to the bank. That is a truth. So don't lie to your family. And lots of times it's just a habit, right? We may not think it through, but it's a habit. Well, you can break bad habits. Talk to the Holy Spirit of God. I don't want to ruin your day, but all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. That's not good news, but it's truth. Well, don't be so negative, Ron. I really could care less about being negative. I don't even try to be positive. My aim is to be truthful. Hallelujah. Many translations, I talked about this, simpleton and fool is the same word. Remember, a lying tongue hates those it crushes. Most of us are following people that hate us. Most of us voted for people that hate us. Proverbs twenty six twenty six, whose hatred is covered by deceit. They not only hate you, but they hide that hatred with lies. His wickedness shall be shown before the whole congregation. At some point, God's going to be revealing this to us, to the entire assembly. The fact that they hate you, though, is hidden by a cloak of deceit. Unfortunately, we just can't get past the lies. The lies about COVID, they kept us in prison for years. And even now, many are still giving in to the fear that it has spawned, eagerly trading their freedoms for what they think is peace and safety. The lies about homosexuality and AIDS still persist today, and we no longer call out that sin because those who know the truth are in a great minority, and we fear to upset the gay apple cart. Lies about abortion have won the day, and unbridled sexual promiscuity is the result of believing those lies. Remember the biblical truth. I didn't say it. God said it. And it's in your Bible. I don't care what version you read. It's in any version. Proverbs 26, verse 28. A lying tongue hates those that it deceives. Yes, and all those people who promote such lies, get this right, they hate you. Next time somebody lies to you, just understand, they hate you. They're enemies of God. They're enemies of the truth. They work for Satan. And I don't care what you say or who it is, lying to someone is evidence that you hate that person. I never lied to Diane, my wife. I love her. I have no need to deceive her. She knows me. She knows my faults. Couple of them. <laughs> but you don't lie to people. You just, that's not who we are. We're children of the King. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit of God. We don't lie. Hallelujah. But your president in America today, he hates you. Medical guy Fauci, he hates you. The medical community led by the CDC, they hate you. They've been getting you to swallow their lies about the dangers, the deaths, the numbers, the vaccine. They hate you. The husband who lies to his wife, I'm sorry, he hates her. The devil hates you, you know that. Check this one out. The false Bible teacher, the false prophet of God hates you. What? Yes. Jeremiah 14. Then the Lord said unto me, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not, saith the Lord, neither have I commanded them. Neither did I speak unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision and divination and a thing of naught and the deceit of their heart. 
Look at the descriptions of the lying prophets in other versions, the expanded version. These prophets, they have been prophesying false visions, idolatries, worthless magic, and their own wishful thinking, the deceit of their hearts. Here we see it right there, that they're not only deceiving you, but they're deceiving you because they've already been deceived. Remember, you can't give what you ain't got. And if you're lying, you can't give the truth. And so when they speak to you, they are deceiving you because they have already been deceived. Another one, they are prophesying to you false visions, worthless predictions, and deceits that they have made up on their own. Another one, they prophesy unto you a lying vision, and divination, and deceit, and the seduction of their own heart. You know, you can just talk to somebody, and you can find out where they are, how deceived they are, whether they're honest, whether they know Christ, whether they're of their father, the devil, just by the five-minute conversation, I can find out and tell you where you are. I don't even have to ask any questions, just let them talk. God's Word translation, they are products of their own imaginations. You know, according to the Bible, these folks, they hate you, they hate me. Just recently, matter of fact, even last week, a lot of Trump prophets, you know, the Trump prophets, they were saying Trump was going to win a second term, consecutive terms, he was going to be reelected and everything like that, right? They're doubling down on their visions and their dreams. One guy, Enlo, I don't know his first name, well-known prophet, uh, Kuhneman, another one, Hank Kuhneman, they're talking about the fact that God's given them dreams. They see Trump sitting on a throne with a golden scepter, ruling the net. I go, come on, people. You know, I don't even have to be a Christian to know that that's fantasy land. And yet, believe it or not, they're lying because they hate me. I don't know if they hate me because I'm interfering with them getting more money. I don't know the reason behind their hatred. God does. And if you lie to someone, it reveals a wicked heart. And that wicked heart manifests itself when it lies to you. Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 25 through 26. I have heard what the prophet said that prophesy lies in my name saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. These people are deceived. I don't need to follow people that are deceived. And yet we've got people by the tens of thousands that follow these ministers. That's ignorance before daylight. Following someone that's lying to you, they lie to you because they hate you, and yet you send them your money? Hello? I mean, how dumb can we be? I said it before. The Bible says we're a nation of fools. They are prophesying to you out of the deceit of their own hearts. I believe that to be the truth about most liars. One cannot deceive until one has been deceived. 2 Timothy 3.13, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And that's where we are. Unfortunately, these are the majority of people, men in our pulpits that are preaching us. Ed Young thinks that 90% of the church is woke. That's a high number. And that means we're in big trouble, saints. Well, where's all this come from? John 8.44, you are of your father the devil. I love Jesus. He didn't fool around, man. He just Jesus talking. He was telling the religious people of their day, you are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaketh of his own self, because he is a liar, and he is the father of lies. For me, this is the biggest giveaway, whether someone belongs to God or Satan. It's their mouth. They will tell you who they belong to. Just let them speak for five minutes. They'll tell you who they serve. 
Matthew twelve thirty four. Jesus, again, not looking to be positive. Oh, generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We always pray for the church, that the body of Christ, that they would love the Bible and they would love to read it, that they would fill their minds with truth. America and the church's great need is repentance. You know that. Repentance is the repudiation of the lies one believes that has caused them or led them into sinful actions. Remember, you act on what you believe. If you believe lies, your actions will reveal those beliefs. Father, I pray for the people of God, those, Father God, that are true, those that are real. I pray for those that think they are real, that think they are true, that you would send them repentance, Father God, that you would separate them from the lying tongue which is out to destroy them, Father God. I pray that you would give them a heart for truth, put in them a supernatural hunger, Father God, to know you and the power of your resurrection, the fellowship of your sufferings, Father. I pray, Father God, that you would touch them, Father God. You would fill them with a love for the Word of God, Father God, that they would desire the meat of the Word, Father. I pray this. I apply the blood of Jesus over them that have erred. I ask you to bring them back, win them, woo them, wow them, wonder them, Father God, with your truth. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for End Time Insights with Ron Geyer. Listen again next Sunday night at 8 on 100.7 The Word, where faith comes by hearing. You can also listen to the podcast of this program by going to kkht.com. If you would like to contact Ron, email him at gospelguy at comcast.net. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.